what's up, everybody? Welcome. This is Daily Drives. I'm your host, Jason Cremines. Starting a new job today. For those of you who've been listening, you know some really crazy stuff's been going on in my life. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it hasn't been a cakewalk by any means. But, uh, you know, we're doing it. We're kicking its ass. We're getting through it. We're taking it one step at a time. One day at a time, you know, one goal at a time. So, um, once again, if you've been listening, you know that we moved, my family and I, we moved from Ohio uh, all the way down to St. Petersburg, Florida. That's where we live now. It's in St. Pete, the 33702, if you want the zip code. <laughs> um, and uh, I worked for Terminex, or at least did work for Terminex, and had done so for a little over a year. And uh, I tried to quit. But they, uh, when I got down here to Florida, they, they gave me a bunch of crap, uh, tried to expect me to go run leads that had no potentials for sales. And that's, that's what I get paid on in sales. So it wouldn't be so bad if they paid me, you know, 50, 60 grand a year as a salary. And said, hey, go fix all these people. Go fix all these people's problems. That'd be no problem. You know, hey, here's, here's 60 grand. You're going to spend your days, eight to 10 hours a day, uh, just fixing problems, you know, putting out fires. That's your job. All right, cool. No problem. But no, they, they, they give me a $20,000 a year salary and they say, look, you got to go sell and you got to make commission. But here's a bunch of leads that you're not going to be able to sell anything to. So I don't know what you're planning on doing sales wise, but make sure you run these and take care of these today so that these people don't get any more pissed off than they already are. That's basically what my job was like the last month and a half. Well, as I said, I tried to quit. They talked to me to stay, and they said, look, man, I really appreciate it if you just give us the month of May because we haven't really done enough for you yet, and we haven't been here to talk to you and this and that and whatever. So I'm like, ah, I kind of feel bad. Well, what the hell, you know, I need another paycheck. Anyway, let's just fucking do it, right? So I stuck, I stuck out for another week two weeks, and even though the lead sources and everything, all the, the things that I was getting, even though they were better and I was actually making some more sales, um, by this point, I had already made the decision to leave, man. Like, I was done. When you already decide to leave and they try, and they talk to you into staying, you, you got to either have a really good reason for staying, right, a really good reason, or you just got to, you know, say no thanks. I mean, I appreciate it, but no thanks. Speaking of Terminex, there's a Terminex car right now. wonder who's driving that. I don't see who it is. Don't know very many people there, though, because so, I wasn't there long. Anyway, long story short, uh, that didn't work for me. And, you know, my wife suffers from anxiety. I was out running some uh, stops one day. She really needed me to be home to take care of a few things that had to get done. And, of course, I don't fucking work. And I've got the busiest day schedule that I've had since I've been down here in Florida. So she was throwing a fit. Um, and I'm just going to tell you, if you're in sales and the first thing that you do when you get up in the morning is you have an argument with your wife, you may as well call off that day. You are not selling shit. You're going to suck that day because 80% of sales is mental. It really, truly is. And people are like, ah, you're, what does it take to ask somebody to buy something? No, trust me. For those of you who have been in sales, you know what I'm talking about. It's a mental game, and if you're not on your fucking game, 
you're going to lose. You're not going to sell shit. It's just the way it is. All right? So at that moment in time, I realized that I'm fighting an uphill battle no matter what. Whether um, I want to do this or don't want to do it, it doesn't matter. The decision has been made for me at this point. So um, the only thing that's going to happen by me continuing to run these leads is I'm going to continue to waste my time. I'm going to continue to waste the company's time, waste their gas. I'm going to literally burn through their leads because I don't give a fuck if they buy anything or not, right? The truth of the matter is, I mean, it, it, it's just that's just the truth of the matter. Dude. Like, it's, it's very simple. Once you've lost the heart, you've lost the soul, and, and you've lost the, uh, the passion for what you're doing, you're done. And so there's no reason to try to keep things going at that point. You're just belonging the inevitable, okay? Today is Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day. Last Friday, um, last Friday, last Friday, yes, last Friday, uh, not this past Friday, but the Friday before, I went ahead and took my stuff into Terminex, and I dropped the shit off on the sales manager's desk. I didn't say two fucking words. I turned around, and I walked right back out. There was no need for an explanation. There was no, like, he knew what was going on. I didn't call him the rest of the day on Friday, uh, that Friday when I decided that I wasn't running any more leads. I didn't call him. I didn't call any of the customers. I completely blew everyone off. Friday passed, Saturday passed, sent me a text message, asked me if I was working today. I didn't respond. Monday comes around. We were busy. I'll talk about that next. Didn't call, didn't write, nothing. Tuesday morning, we dropped the kids off to school, and I dropped my stuff off at Terminex. While I'm in the parking lot at Terminex, one of the places that I had interviewed for called me up and offered me a position. Now, when I applied for this position, it was like $15 an hour plus commission. So it's not at all what I'm used to making by any means. But I applied for the position anyway, thinking, okay, let's let's see. Maybe these commissions are really good. Maybe these, these are going to be really high dollar sales, you know, whatever. So I go to the interview, I talk to him, and, and we'll talk more about the interview and everything later and what happened during that interview. I want you guys to understand exactly how to to uh, to, to be a good interviewee. It's, it's not easy, but once you've got a few tricks up your sleeve, you'll be able to figure it out. So anyway, so we're uh, – I'm standing in the parking lot of the uh, now ex-employer, and I get a job offer. Um even though the job offer is 15 bucks an hour, they said, no, no, no. With your experience and everything, we want to offer you a salary of $40,000 a year right out of the gate. And that will be in addition to your commission. It's kind of like a draw. They expect you to be able to make that $40,000 a year in commissionable sales dollars. Otherwise, you're probably not going to have a job. So that's, that's the way sales works, though. They expect you to pay... They expect you to generate enough revenue to pay for yourself and other things. Some of you are like, oh, my God, that's, that's fucked up. No, no, no. That's every job. That's what you don't understand. 
It's not just sales. It's every job. If you don't perform, they will get rid of you. If you're not worth the money that they're paying you, you will be gone. If you're worth more than the money they're paying you, you might never get a raise, but they don't want you to go anywhere. Right? Which is why you got to know what you're worth. But anyway, bottom line is, I'm starting today. Today's Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day. I'm driving my personal vehicle. There's no more Termacar. All right? And today I'm driving to my new office. Um, I'll talk more about the company and what they do later, but basically it's advertising sales. And um, it's sports marketing, and it's something that I think that I'm going to be really, really good at. For me, as far as I'm concerned, it's just another product, right? no different. It's just another product. So for me, it should be no big deal. Today, the job is to get in there, learn the ins and outs, find out what people know, what people are doing, how people are being successful, um, and what I've got to do to get myself to that position of being successful as well. Listen to one tune. I'm going to make a quick stop, and uh, I'll be right back with you. All right. So uh, I hope you like that song. I don't know what I played yet, but I uh, hope you liked it. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm um, actually uh, my lunch break now. I, my stop ended up being a little bit longer than I had originally anticipated. So uh, I walked into work this morning, my, my new job, filled out all my new hire paperwork, all that good stuff, uh, set up direct deposit, uh, that kind of thing. And, you know, kind of went over some details of the job and things like that. So typical first day stuff, nothing uh, super crazy to report or talk about. That being said, um, as I mentioned, I quit Terminex, and uh, there's a ton of reasons for that. We're going to go over all those things in another episode. Right now, I just kind of want to give you guys an idea of what's going on in my world and how I'm making things work, and um, I know it's been uh, a week or a little over a week since my last episode was published, so I apologize not being able to get to you this this past 10 days. Um, I've been a little hectic <laughs> in the past 10 days. We, uh, you know, I quit my job. I got a new job. I bought a uh, an RV, a 30-foot pull-behind camper, Savoy LE. Uh, pretty sweet, pretty sweet camper. It's a 2008, so it's only about 10 years old. <clears throat> and uh, that's where we're living. We're living in this camper. And I know some of you are like, oh my God, Jason, you're living in a camper. And now here's the thing, man. Like, some of you are like, oh my God, I can't believe you're living in a camper. While others are sitting back going, holy shit, man, that's badass. That's awesome. Can't believe you're doing that. It takes serious balls, real courage to do something like that. You know, family of four uh, in a little 30-foot pull behind, you know, <laughs> with... Uh, <clears throat> with two dogs, I mean, holy shit, right? It's it's crazy, right? It's not crazy. And I, let me tell you why it's not crazy. Because we've had a very difficult time because of um, an eviction filing from last year. We've had a very difficult time finding a place to live with that on our record. Even though that was, uh, you know, dismissed. So even though it was dismissed, it's still... Uh, it's still haunting us because they, you know, they don't want to rent to somebody who is a potential threat. And somebody like myself who has an eviction filing apparently is a potential threat. So that's that. 
Um, hang on, I'll be right back. Anyway, so we bought this camper, um, and it, it, it's like a no credit check type of thing, rent to own, lease to own type of thing, if you will. And basically, um, they wanted 1500 bucks down, like 400 and some dollars a month, almost 500 bucks a month for 36 months. So it ends up being around 20,000 um, bucks that we'll be paying all together for this camper. And then of course it'll be ours. Um, now, yes, that is more than the value of the camper. It's not worth that much, but we're not paying interest either. So I figured that it kind of washes out in the end. Uh, and it, you know, it gave us the opportunity to find a place to live. And so we looked around when we realized that we had this opportunity, we looked around at some different like uh, RV parks and things like that. And we found a cute little place where we can park this RV year round and just live in it like it's a house. And that's what we did. So we parked this RV uh, in like uh, an RV or a trailer lot type of thing, if you will. Um, and it's in a really good location. It's in St. Petersburg. So it's, uh, it allows us to, to get to wherever we need to go rather quickly and things like that. So it's a good location. Everything's cool about it. There's a pool that's literally within walking distance, a uh, city pool with slides and things like that for the kids, a skate park, which Ethan, my son is super excited about. He's already, already there today. He's been there half the day already. It's currently 1:26 on Tuesday and he's already been there almost as long as I've been at work. So uh, the cool thing about uh, this job is that I do get an hour lunch break and I'm only 15 minutes from the house. So I was able to go back home and eat lunch with my wife, which was pretty cool. So um, I really enjoyed that. Um, and you know, when it comes to RV living, it's quite a bit different than living in a house. So you kind of got to diet everything down. I've got a storage unit, about a 15 by 20 storage unit right now that's housing all of the things that we don't need in this RV, right? I don't need a dining room table. I kind of have one. <laughs> um, and I don't need the chairs for said dining room table. I don't need the server that we have, you know, for the dining room. Um, we don't need the sectional that we have. So we're selling all that stuff off to try to make up the extra money that we need to get us through the next couple of weeks while I'm waiting on this first paycheck. Um, so we've got things on offer up and Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, you know, all those different little sites and whatnot, trying to get rid of those things. We can drop down to a smaller storage unit, housing the things that, you know, our personal items that we can't store at the RV, uh, things like that. We also have an opportunity that we're looking into of possibly buying a small storage shed to put beside the RV um, to, you know, to store some of those personal items that we don't want in a storage unit where we can't have easy access to it, right? So we're looking into that possibility too. In the meantime, and I think the main thing is to focus on the fact that, you know, the last time I talked to you guys, we didn't have a place to live. I was sleeping on somebody's couch my kids in their in their their son's room was only like four months old so like it was a struggle man it was a real struggle we didn't have anywhere to go and if it weren't for the friends that we had we would have literally been completely homeless and you know ended up living in shelters or tents or whatever because you know we just don't have a lot of cash flow right now needless to say so um even though things were very grim looking 
from an outsider standpoint, you know, an outsider looking in, it looks really difficult, like we're having a really, really hard time. And we are, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not fucking easy. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat this shit for you. It's not easy. You know, my wife struggles from anxiety and panic disorder, and that makes things even worse, right? It's much more difficult uh, to keep everything on a positive note when those, you know, anxiety and panic disorders take over and kind of make everything just seem like there's, there's no hope, you know, and that's kind of what that stuff does. It just, it makes you feel hopeless. So it hasn't been easy, but the truth is that if you work towards your goals every single day, like we've been doing since we've been down here every day, I'm either sending out another resume, follow up, uh, making a follow up call to a resume that I've already sent out or whatever, you know, every day we're doing something to get us towards that goal of having the house, whether it was a, you know, $1,200 a month rent for a three bedroom, one and a half bath house or whatever, or in this particular case, uh, a 30 foot RV. (laughs) So we made it happen, dude. That's the main thing. That's the main thing that I want you to take from this is the fact that we made this work. And no, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy to um, to make everything work and keep everything organized and keep everything clean and all that stuff. It's going to take work. It's going to take work every single day to make sure that our kids are doing what they're supposed to do, picking up after themselves. Uh, we have to do laundry at a laundromat now, which is back to you know the beginning of our relationship, my wife and I. Uh, so... You know, we got to be very efficient with everything and it's going to take some time to figure everything out, uh, you know, exactly, but we'll figure it out. And, you know, it's not, we're going to, we're going to run across things that we didn't, we didn't anticipate. We're going to find problems that we weren't thinking that we would have, you know, things that we never thought about. Those things are going to come up. And then when they do, we're going to be able to, we're going to be prepared to handle those things because now we're not so concerned about finding a place to live because we've got that now. We have a roof over our head. Our kids have their own beds. We have our own bed. You know, we're not waking up uh, to a crying baby and things like that, which, you know, is both a pro and a con. Um, But the main thing is, you know, once again, that we're making it happen. And it doesn't matter how ugly life gets, how mean life is to you, you can make it happen too. You just have to focus daily on the daily tasks. You know, if you look at the fact that you don't have a place to live and, and that's your goal is to have a place to live when all you can focus on is having the place to live, it seems like there are so many steps to get there that you're never going to reach them. You know, you're never going to reach that goal. You're never going to get to, uh, through all those steps and you're never going to get to that spot. But the truth of the matter is if you work diligently every day toward that goal, Uh, by breaking that goal down into smaller daily tasks, it doesn't seem so overwhelming. It's really easy to complete five, you know, small daily tasks to help move you towards your goal than it is to complete that huge goal by itself. Does that make sense? I mean, you have to understand that the only way to eat something as big as an elephant is one bite at a time. You can get it done. It's going to take you some time. It's going to be a while. You're not going to get it done in one sitting. But you can get it done. You just have to eat one bite at a time. You got to take things one day at a time, right? And, and if that means that you have five critical tasks that all have to do directly with the major goal that you have going on in your life, then that's what you need to do. You need to focus on those five daily tasks. 
make sure that they get done. Once they're done, they're done. Forget about it. Wait till the next day to do the next five, right? That's, that's what it's going to take to get to the next level. That's what I did. And, you know, now I've got a job where they're going to go ahead and give me a $40,000 a year salary, which is quite a bit more than they started their people out. That's just based on my experience and my interview and everything like that. And now when I get commission checks, uh, they're going to mean a lot more than the last ones did, right? So I'm done with lunch. It's uh, 1.30 on the button, and it's time for me to get back in here and get this, uh, get the rest of this day going. So when I get done with my day, I'm going to follow back up with you guys. In the meantime, check out another piece of a song. Talk to you soon. Well, there it is, guys. In a nutshell, it's uh, 5.54 p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to publish this podcast later this evening. And I know some of you are going to be excited uh, when you see that because you've been wondering where the hell I am. So (laughs) I appreciate y'all listening to me so very, very much. I really do. Um, I have been posting on Snapchat a lot, not so much on Instagram over the last couple of weeks, Snapchat has been a little bit easier for me, uh, but I am going to go back to, of course, my regular postings on a daily basis. Um, uh, but with that being said, uh, please do me a favor. Follow me on social media. Look me up on, on Instagram. Look me up on Snapchat. I will accept you. I'm public in all of those places, and uh, I used to be private in all those places, of course, because I was kind of a rock star type of thing, if you will, and um, it caused me problems sometimes in my previous relationships, so uh, I kept those things kind of locked down, but now I'm wide open, man, everything's completely public, my entire life, for the most part, is completely public, if anyone was to uh, look me up right now, they could really get a lot of information about me, and that's um, both uncomfortable and comforting at the same time, because what's out there for you to, to know it's real stuff, man. And that's why I'm having, I'm having this particular conversation with you because I want you to know that in, in the last seven weeks that we've been down here in Florida, um, life has been, you know, very difficult at times. There are times that, you know, you just want to give up. You just want to give up. I can't tell you how many times that my wife wanted to pack the car and move back to Ohio, uh, just in the past two months. We haven't even been here that long, but, um, it can be really frustrating when, when you feel like there's nothing that you can do. You feel like you're hopeless. Uh, the key to reaching a goal that seems to be unattainable or, or nearly impossible or, or something that's going to take a really long time is to work every single day toward that goal. You have to break it down. Guys, you got to understand you can't, I mean, you got to look at the big picture, yes. But the only way to be effective and efficient at chipping away at your goals and getting to your goals eventually is by breaking that goal down into things that you can do daily. In my case, we were looking for a house, a place to live, a place to to, to call our own. So every day we're reaching out to, uh, you know, management companies that, that run different uh, you know, different real estate groups or whatever. Uh, we're reaching out to different places for rent. We're reaching out to uh, different job opportunities and, you know, all of these other things. Th- these were things that we did every single day. Every day we're, we're on the phone with somebody uh, about looking at a place or, you know, we're talking to them about the possibility of an application 
being declined because of the situation in Ohio and, you know, things like that. Um, and again, putting out the resumes, uh, making the follow-up calls to those, going to job interviews, making the follow-up calls to those, uh, debating on job offers and things like that. All of those things were done daily, every single day, because we knew that the only way to get to where we wanted to be was to work toward that goal every single day. And if we gave ourselves small things to do that we could accomplish each and every single day, then at the end of the day when we accomplish those tasks, even if we didn't get the results that we wanted just yet, we're chipping away at that. You know, we're moving in the right direction. Even though, again, there were many days where it seemed like there was just nothing getting done. Even though we did the tasks that were assigned to us each day, the things that we had to do each day to help to move us towards the goals that we had, even though we were accomplishing those goals, they might not have had the, the outcome that we need. For example, um, you apply for a place that is up for rent that said you know, they would be willing to accept this uh, dismissal letter from the courts. Then you put in this application. They come back a day or two later and say no for whatever reason. That makes you feel like you've done nothing, even though you still did something, right? But what happens is you only get told no so many times, just like in sales. It's a numbers game. Eventually, someone's going to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to look at just the credit score. I'm not going to look at just the fact that they've had a, an eviction that was dismissed. I want to I look at the individual. And that's basically what happened here in this case was we found a company that was willing to look at the individual, the income that we had coming in at the time, the ability to pay back, uh, the money that we were borrowed uh, and things like that and and realize, okay, we've got some people here who had a shitty time in life, but obviously they're getting their shit together. Things are getting better. They're getting back on track. So let's let's go ahead and, and take a leap of faith and, and go ahead and give them this 30-foot pull-behind camper. <laughs> you know, um, and I keep saying it like that because a lot of people are going to be judging me. They're going to be judging me like, dude, I cannot believe that you would put your family in a little pop, in a, in a, in a freaking camper. I was almost, I was going to say pop-up camper. That's not all, at all the case. But um, I can't believe you would put your family in that, in that camper and expect them to live there as if it was a house. You know, a lot of people are going to have that judgment and I don't care. That's fine. I don't care what you think. It's not my it's not my business what you think. You can think whatever you want. All right? But here's the bottom line. We found a way to provide ourselves with a place to live. It solved all of those immediate problems. Uh, which again, the biggest most the, the number one concern that we had was a place to live. Right? Now, it took me changing jobs to get to where I wanted to be, um, or at least move myself in the direction I believe that I want to be in. So, uh, but, and also it took us borrowing 1500 bucks to put down on this camper that we're all obviously going to have to pay back. Right. So it, again, there's sacrifices that we've made here, um, that we continue to have to take care of. They're, they're going to be hanging out there for a little while until I start bringing in the commission checks and whatnot. So um, there are still responsibilities that are, that are uh, unfulfilled 
that have to be taken care of, but they're not as, they're, they don't weigh on us as heavily as they would if we didn't have a place to live on top of that. And I'm sure that that makes sense to you, right? So once again, um, just to reiterate the point here behind this episode, I don't even know what I'm going to call it yet, okay? Um, but the point behind this episode is I'm no different than you. I'm no better than you. I'm no worse than you, right? You and I are basically the same, all right? You might be making $150 million a year. You might be making $15,000 a year. It doesn't matter where you're at in your life, whether you're black, white, Mexican, Asian, whatever. We're the same. You and I, we're not much different. doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter your, your level of physical fitness. It doesn't matter if you're in sales or if you, you know, grow flowers for a living. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you can do the same things that I do. And by keeping a positive mental attitude, by continuing to work diligently on my goals every single day, you can see that, I'm, that, that, that there's, there's magic in that action. So that action created these opportunities for us. The action of putting in all those resumes and sending all those emails and making all those phone calls gave me the opportunity to take a job where I now have a base salary that's almost equal to what I made last year. Almost. It's a little shy, but uh, the base salary alone um, is enough to go ahead and keep our bills paid and get our, our people paid back that we owe the money to and things like that uh, here just over the next few months. And by the time school starts back up, we're going to be 100% prepared. We're ready to go. We got it. And, you know, the way that this job is looking like it's going to turn out, we're going to have a house by the end of the year. But I'm not going to set that goal until I've actually been here for 30 days. That's going to give me a much better understanding, of course, of what kind of income I'm going to be looking at. Because, again, the base salary is just a base salary. It's a draw against commission. So they expect me to make $40,000 in commissions anyway. So if that's all I do is $40,000 in commissions a year, then that's my salary. That's what I'm making, right? But, you know, if I, uh, and they break it down bi-weekly, I think it's like 1600 bucks every two weeks, right? So if I make uh, in that pay period $3,200 in commissions, then my check is now going to be $3,200. It's going to be my salary plus the difference between the, the salary and the commission. So um, that's not a bad bi-weekly paycheck right there, right? 3,200 bucks, three grand, four grand, five grand every two weeks. That'd be all right, right? So that's what we're looking at. Once again, main point is not to get too far off topic. I just got a couple minutes. I'm gonna pick my son up. He's been at the skate park all day now. I'm at the skate park as we speak and I see him over there skating around still. But uh he is a young boy, he's 12 years old, and he doesn't realize that the proper underwear um, are key when it comes to spending all day sweating, right? So he's got a little bit of uh, chafing going on in the midsection area. He doesn't want to walk home, yet he's over there skating still. He can't be in that much pain. But anyway, so I'm going to pick him up, take him home, and, uh, and tell everybody how my day was. And, and I'm going to go ahead and, and put some songs in here. I don't even know what I'm putting in here yet. I hope you like them. And please do me a favor and share this story with somebody. Bring me one listener. Uh, I do this for free. 
in my spare time. The information that I'm giving you is free information. It's real information. It's no bullshit. This is not me trying to make everything look pretty. Man, I'm telling you guys all the truth. I'm being 100% honest with you. And I'm doing this for free. I do ask one favor of you. If you're listening, if you're getting good information from this content, please do me a solid. Bring somebody along to listen to one episode. Whether you do that in a post, uh, on your social media, in a direct message, whatever. Please tell somebody about this podcast. Tell somebody about Daily Drives on Anchor.fm. It's also Daily Drives uh, Anchor on um, iTunes. And it's in three or four other places. Google Play. There's a bunch of places you can find it. If you just Google it, you'll, you'll find it. It's pretty easy to find, I promise. So bring me a listener. I would really appreciate that. Leave some reviews. In the meantime, until I talk to you guys again, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. I'll talk to you soon.